This is Loopy Radio. I'm Loopy. It is June 4th, 2020. I always forget June exists, so I have to like think through all the months in my head. June is after May. For some reason, I always think it's July. But no, it is not July 4th, it is June 4th. Uh, some things happened in the news recently. You just heard from that uh, statewide uh, top-of-the-hour news report. Uh, the DNC, no, sorry, the RNC, uh, no longer in Charlotte because of a Democratic governor. And I don't mean Democratic as in he believes in democracy. I, I mean uh, a Democrat governor. Uh, and, uh, so that's just pathetic. Uh, we'll talk about that a tiny bit. Uh, speaking of 4th of July, uh, Boone has officially canceled their 4th of July, uh, celebration, as well as another, several, several things have been canceled. We'll, we'll cover that in a second. Uh, an interesting thing that might even affect the Boone area. We all, or a lot of people, I certainly did, watched that space launch from SpaceX, First time in a decade that we've sent, uh, you know, astronauts up to the space station from America. Pretty cool. Uh, they're sending internet satellites all the way up there. But first, it's uh, Bill Fisher of Five with the news. News Talk Radio. Loopy without banned substances. I'm Loopy. So, the RNC, the Republican National Convention, has been pulled from Charlotte. I know that's not necessarily Boone news, but it's still, it, it shows that even in a time like the coronavirus, uh, the lesson to take from this is that a lot of big decisions that are being made are very political. Especially, even though we're in a... a crisis time a three month cri- three month self-inflicted crisis uh, they've so uh, are basically the liberal Democrat governor of North Carolina is probably kind of salty that a Republican national convention is happening in his own state. So with the coronavirus the the governor said, okay RNC people, I need you guys to revise your plan for how you're going to do everything for the convention. And the Republican National Convention people are like, okay, fair enough, can you give us some guidelines? You know, we don't know what your restrictions are going to be. We don't know, you know, is there going to be a maximum number of people we can have? Will restaurants be open, hotels, all sorts of things? And the governor said, no, we're not going to tell you any of that until you guys give us a plan. So basically the governor was saying was, hey, RNC people, Waste your time and money. Research everything. Make a grand plan for the entire thing, knowing that most likely it's going to be rejected because it doesn't meet the standards that the state is going to put out because of the coronavirus. It was a complete partisan uh, situation where basically the... The governor says, 
I do not want to work with Republicans, so I'm going to deprive the biggest city in the state $250 million of revenue and, uh, you know, kind of shamefully get Charlotte off the map in some regard. That's our own state. So the thing to take away is, yes, the coronavirus is a problem. Yes, we're trying to deal with it. And yes, politicians are still being politicians. We saw that locally a few weeks ago. We're seeing it state level. We're definitely seeing it on the national level. Locally, though, here are some recent coronavirus developments. Uh, all these from Blue- GoBlueRidge.net, Bill Fisher. Fourth of July. It was already uh, canceled, I believe, for Blowing Rock. Now for Boone, uh, officially canceling 4th of July festivities for Boone this year. Uh, in a press release, the uh, Town of Boone Cultural Resources Director, Mark Freed, said, uh, with uncertainties about the spreading of the virus over the next month, the need for adequate planning time, and issues surrounding proper social distancing and precautions for large events, the Town of Boone has decided to err on the side of caution. So they're going to cancel. It, it makes sense. It's kind of like the... RNC coronavirus situation. We just don't know in the future. So, in this case, they're just going to cancel it. In the case of the RNC, the governor just didn't do his job because he wanted to be spiteful. But yeah, 4th of of July, Boone, uh, the official 4th of July celebrations, not going to be happening. I'm sure plenty of people will do their own. Like usual. Uh, another thing, uh, the Art in the Park show was scheduled for June 13th has been canceled. And that's because of outdoor gathering restrictions. The Art in the Park show. The Art in the Park show is hosted by the Blowing Rock Chamber of Commerce. One Saturday a month in May through October. In Blowing Rock, each show includes... I didn't know about this. Each show includes 90 artists showcasing wood, clay, jewelry, metal, glass, all sorts of things. Paintings, photography... The one scheduled for June 13th has been canceled. That does not mean all of them will be, just the one on June 13th. Uh, the chamber will, the Blowing Rock Chamber will make a decision month by month regarding the remaining Art in the Park shows, um, just by how the situation is. Which is good. It's good that they're not just being lazy and just canceling the whole thing. They're going to, you know, take it as time moves. Uh, so the, the past few days have been very cool. Uh, in regards of science. SpaceX, Elon Musk, uh, the the guy who owns Tesla, among many other things, owns SpaceX. He was actually the chief engineer of SpaceX for this project, where we sent the United States, for the first time in over a decade, sent astronauts into space. Now, unfortunately, because of some tragic, just heart-wrenching events recently uh, that I'm sure you're well aware of. Uh, This has been kind of overshadowed. Uh, And understandably so. Understandably so. 
But uh, this is fascinating, and it's a big deal, this SpaceX launch. Basically, it, it told us two things. First of all, the United States, even though it's done in a private corporation, SpaceX, we can still send people into space. For the past 10 years, it's been Russia doing it. But the U.S. now, we can definitely do it. And we're setting the standard. But it also tells us that we can send things other than people into space, and that's what we're going to talk about here in a sec. This is Loopy Radio. I'm Loopy. So some news has kind of slipped below the radar uh, for some very obvious and good, not good, understandable reasons why this would fall through the cracks uh, of just kind of the mainstream conversation. Um, SpaceX, so they sent the astronauts to the International Space Station. It was a complete success. Uh, From what I understand, the astronauts are there right now doing various scientific things. Uh, the launch was a complete success. Uh, and then it actually came out in the news that Tesla tested a basically starship that they're looking to create, you know, where you can transport people in space. Uh, that didn't go so well. That also slept, uh, uh, went through the cracks a little bit, slipped through the cracks. But something very interesting, and this really could affect a lot of people in this area. Going off of their recent success with their rockets, and especially, you know, the highest stakes thing you can do, sending people into space, uh, SpaceX is looking to continue a project they've been working on. I found this on an interesting source. This is the Brussels Times, but uh, still very relevant. The company, uh, SpaceX, launched, so they said they launched two NASA astronauts into space for the first time last weekend. NASA uh, commented on the launch saying, quote, for the first time in history, NASA astronauts have launched from American soil in a commercially built and operated American crew spacecraft. So that's very cool. NASA understands that. A new... So this is this is uh, the thing that's really slipping through the cracks here that can be a big deal, especially for people in this area. A new SpaceX Falcon 9, their, their rocket, lifted off from Florida on Wednesday night, yesterday. About 15 minutes later, the SpaceX capsule launched the 60 satellites into space for a thing called Starlink. This is one of the the projects Elon Musk, who's like a super genius, uh, has been thinking about for a a very long time. And they've been working on it for a while. I actually talked about this back when it was a lot earlier in its um, sending off of satellites back when I was at WASU in college. Starlink, which will be pretty mainstream once it's ready to go. Uh, you'll you'll hear from a lot of people. It's going to make a lot of cable companies potentially pretty angry. Starlink is a system of thousands of satellites that work together to give you internet. 
So the main idea from this at the start is we can give high-speed internet to rural areas that wouldn't, you know, even be considered to get the internet. Because it's expensive to run internet lines places. And that's part of what makes the internet expensive to have, whatever carrier you get it from. There's, there's a decent amount of expense. Yes, sending satellites into space is probably pretty expensive, but uh, they're doing it. And the plan is to give everyone who doesn't currently have the internet, not just the internet, but high-speed internet. They won't say, at least I haven't been able to find what the, the speed is of high speed. But if Elon Musk, who I'm sure has a very high standard for his internet, says it's high speed, it's probably going to be higher than most people would expect. So, last night, they sent 60 more satellites into space. The company has already sent 480 satellites into space in eight launches since May of 2019. SpaceX plans to launch a thousand more this year and thousands more in coming years. That's a lot of satellites. Starlink, which is primarily intended for regions without fast internet connections, could become operational in North America by the end of the year. Yeah. I'm uh, at a stage in life where I am getting married and am starting to have to consider all the expenses that uh, I have not had to consider. One of them is internet, cell phones, data, all sorts of that. Now, as far as I know, Starlink won't necessarily give internet to your cell phone. It Maybe it would. I'm not totally sure. Maybe that would drain your battery like crazy. Because it's satellite-based. But if I move to some house that, uh, you know, if, if I buy a house the next year or two that doesn't have great internet, you know, uh, from a cable company, then I might want to consider uh, Starlink when it comes. Who knows how it's going to be? You know, this really this kind of thing really doesn't exist. So it'll be fascinating. SpaceX set a new record... Uh, by recovering the first stage of a launcher, which is pretty cool. The uh, the stage has already been flown four times and landed on a new recovery barge named, quote, just read, just read the instructions. So what, what SpaceX, but basically what that's saying is, is SpaceX is financially more affordable to do projects like Starlink because they can recover their own rockets, which is absolutely fascinating. If you've never seen a video of it, you can go onto YouTube or the internet and search, like, SpaceX rocket landing. Absolutely fascinating. But since they're able to reuse parts, and now they're setting a record, they've recovered the first stage of a launcher four times, that's three first stages of a rocket that they haven't had to recreate. They can just reuse them. Now, obviously, fuel is expensive, and parts that you can't recover are expensive, but hey, uh, they're saving a lot of money. So, we're starting to get projects like space travel, just for the fun of it, if you have the money. Uh, we're getting space-bound internet, 
from a private company. The, uh, the, there is a little pushback, though, with Starlink. So this is, again, from the Brussels Times. Uh, it says, not everyone applauds space initiatives. You might wonder why. And this says, whether it's Starlink or other uh, competitive projects, astronomers fear they will be hindered in their observations. So, Starlink wants to put several thousand, thousand satellites uh, into orbit around the Earth. Astronomers are like, yeah, we're using telescopes to like look at stars, you know, very far away. Satellites uh, can give you problems. Space junk is a real thing, right? Right outside the Earth, a bunch of dead satellites just floating around, which can run into other satellites. And th- so, the more we put up there, you know, the more that we're going to have to be vigilant and be sure to take care of the trash, you know, take out the trash, per se. And, uh, you know, space is a pretty lawless land. There's not too much going on. People um, make fun of the current president for many, many reasons. Uh, Recently, he's done some pretty dumb things, I'd have to admit. Said some pretty dumb things, posed for some pretty dumb pictures. But one of the good things that I think he's done that is going to last for many years is the Space Force. Right now, Tesla, I mean, not Tesla, Elon Musk is able to send off these Starlink satellites through his own rockets. Because as far as I understand, there's really no, like, people pushing him back and saying, don't do this. It's space. You know, there's there's no authority right now in space. No no space police. No one's saying no. You know, no one's purchased a piece of space. We've put our flag on the moon, but that's just for the fun of it. So we'll see what happens with it. It's gonna be called Starlink. You're going to you are going to hear about this, especially once it becomes operational. Uh, I don't think anyone has any idea what the speed of this internet connection will be. I don't think anyone knows exactly what the price is going to be at this point. But they're aiming to have North America set up and ready to use by the end of this year. That's like soon. We're halfway through the year almost. We're now we're now in the sixth month of the year. We'll see. Starlink. Keep that one uh, in your back pocket. Here's something. Um, A lot of articles that I find are written by people who assume everyone lives like they do. Uh, A lot of professional writers right now, especially in media all over the place, know where they're going to go with their article before they even start researching things. Recently, back when I was the station manager of WASU here in town, the, the college station, I was interviewed by Billboard magazine, which is a pretty major magazine uh, for the radio and music industry. And the author, the writer of this article, wanted the article to say all college radio stations are struggling because of COVID-19. The, the guy, the uh, the author called me on my phone. We had a, an interview. I forget how long it was. Maybe it was like 20 minutes. 
he was asking me probably questions he was asking every other person he interviewed. But I could get the gist while he was asking me these questions that I was giving him very surprising answers. WASU did a very good job. We had a lot of support of staying as normal as we possibly could during COVID-19. We were basically normally functional and operational. Only a few things like live DJs were taken away. But we're a college station. During the summer, we don't have live DJs anyway. A lot of other stations, though, a lot of other college stations were either closing completely, being cut off, no more signal going out. That happened a lot. But in the article, the article was like, this station's failing, this station's failing, this station's failing. Paragraphs on certain stations not doing things. And then there, I got one sentence saying, WASU in Boone, North Carolina is basically completely normal. Just one sentence. That's an author of an article not really listening to what's going on, but is just writing something because that's what they want people to hear. The New York Times put out an article about bikes and COVID-19. It is a fact right now that if you want to get a decent bike, you're going to pay a lot of money. It's kind of like video game systems. Everyone just bought all of them immediately. Everyone's buying bikes. Want to support local talk radio? Email us at L-U-P-I-E radio at gmail.com. I'm Loopy. So the coronavirus has caused some changes, no doubt. Uh, the New York Times published an article uh, like a week ago. And um, it sounds like it's written by someone who likes biking. It's about bikes. There's some good points in this. For example, it starts by saying some bicycle shops in Brooklyn, uh, just for example, this person must also live in New York, Some bicycle shops in Brooklyn are selling twice as many bikes as usual and drawing block-long lines of customers. A chain of shops in Phoenix is selling three times the number of bikes it typically does. A retailer in Washington, D.C. sold all its entry-level bikes by the end of April and has fielded more pre-orders than ever in its 50-year history. We're talking about bicycles. I had a bike in school, but that was to get me to class. Recreational biking, I could definitely, I can see recreations, like personal, one person recreation of all sorts. Uh, They have gone up. I can see them staying higher than at least they used to be. Maybe not the level that they are right now, right? You know, several things are going to come out of the coronavirus that are going to stick around. One of them is working from home. Lots of companies are going to go, you know what? It's really expensive to have a big office. Let's just have a smaller office and tell people to work from home. You might go, oh, that stinks. But in reality, they're cutting costs. So it's very possible that they will have more money to pay you. Possibly, if that happens. That's going to stay around. 
I think the idea that people don't want to use as much public transportation will also stick around. Public transportation has dropped significantly during coronavirus just because people don't want to be near other people to not get coronavirus. Uh, I think it's very possible that a lot of people will say, you know what? The bus was gross. I don't feel like doing that anymore. You can definitely see that. The U.S. really doesn't use that much public transportation anyway compared to, compared to other places. So this article from the New York Times says, as, uh, as the coronavirus pandemic shrinks life in major American cities, limiting pastimes and discouraging use of buses and subways, hundreds of thousands of Americans are flocking. See, again, a little bit of bias here. Hundreds of thousands of Americans are flocking to one of the most basic forms of mobility, the bicycle. Hundreds of thousands are trying to buy bikes. Wow, they're flocking. In March, nationwide sales of bicycles, equipment, and repair services nearly doubled compared with the same period last year, according to the NPD Group, a market research company. Sales of computer and fitness bikes, I'm sorry, commuter and fitness bikes, uh, in the same month increased 66%. Leisure bikes jumped 121%. Children's bikes went up 59%. And electric bikes... Uh, which is what I had in college, rose 85%. By the end of April, many stores and distributors had sold out of low-end consumer bikes. That's the thing about bikes. A low-end consumer bike is affordable. If you start looking for like a carbon fiber, titanium, you know, street bike that weighs two grams, uh, yeah, that, those can be in the thousands. You could buy a car, a good car, for cheaper than a high-end bicycle. That's how that's how much they can get. But the consumer level bikes are really the bikes to look at. The, you know, up to seven hundred dollar bike. Even that's kind of a lot. By the end of April, many stores and distributors had sold out of low-end commuter bikes, uh, consumer bikes. Now the U.S. is facing a severe bicycle shortage. As global supply chains disrupted by the coronavirus outbreak scramble uh, to meet the surge in demand, you're seeing that from a lot of things. Uh, you know, if all these companies are sending people home, and by companies I mean you know in this case suppliers of bike parts. So you know the the company that makes the pedals. You know that sounds like an easy enough thing, but if you're in the state of California, you probably can't go to work right now. So. No bike pedals. So you could have the whole bike ready, but have no pedals. You can't sell it. So the, the nation, it seems, has sold out of the affordable bikes. And the new bikes can't come because our government says you can't make them. But is that going to stay around? Uh... News Talk Radio. Loopy without banned substances. I'm Loopy. We don't have too much time here at the end of the show. Uh, I wish my show was longer because I could dive into this more. Basically, this is a New York Times, right? Yeah. New York Times article about the the current state of biking, bicycles, in America. 
I think this is the kind of... You see, there's so many of these articles out there. They're based in a lot of fact, right? Uh, but this is where modern journalism, in quotes, is. Uh, journalism as in, you can post something truthful, but it's only kind of one viewpoint. Now, I reference again the article I was done at, for Billboard magazine. They wanted the viewpoint of college radio stations are not doing well right now because of COVID-19. Well, this is basically saying that a lot of experts are thinking people are going to bike to work instead of driving a car. Uh, and, and that and that kind of thing is starting because of COVID-19. Uh, for example, uh, where are these places? Seattle is closing tw- like 20 miles of roads. Uh, Oakland is going to shut down about 10% of its streets during the pandemic. Shut down the streets to cars. You can still bike on them. New York announced that it would temporarily open 100 miles of roads to pedestrians and cyclists, uh, a move that they think will lead to permanent closures of those roads, so they would only be biking and walking roads in New York. No cars on those streets. They think this is going to be a permanent change. They also, re- I'll, talk, I'll, I'll just talk about this next week, because there's a whole lot you can dive into it. They reference the city of Copenhagen, saying that America is going to end up like what Copenhagen is doing. There are very few similarities in how you would get to work in Boone and how you would get to work in Copenhagen, which is like an ancient city where roads are like six feet wide. But they want the New York Times wants to kind of push all this green stuff, so it really makes sense that they would do that to begin with. I'm Loopy. I'll be back next Tuesday. <laughs>